crypto. Good morning, Warriors. Hello and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from the top crypto research team in the world. I'm your host, Abs, joined by several members of our 3T family this morning. We got the Italian stallion, Mr. Johnny Crypto, Billy, the chart analysis expert, and NFT Tones is in the building, so I'm very excited for today's episode. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we'll be discussing how explosive price action is on the horizon for one of our favorite altcoins, as AVAX is now being leveraged by Amazon Web Services, bringing this blockchain to 150 countries worldwide. McDonald's is the latest global brand to jump into the NFT space, as Cardano is launching a new network sidechain with Cosmos, adding to the scalability of these two blockchains. Ripple hired a new president of the company this week after nine years at Ripple, and with the United States government forming a national digital asset research team, we break down the details, showing our listeners how this transformation is already set in stone. Our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So Johnny Crypto, we got a bunch of positive news for our listeners today. But before we dive into that, how you feel, my friend? Thank you for being here. Well, it's freaking Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. Good morning to all the Warrior Maniacs out there. Love you. Appreciate you guys. Hopefully, you're setting up for a nice weekend. Abs. I, I'm certainly looking forward to it, but it's great to see my man, Billy. I don't I don't get to see him as much anymore. I'd love to see Billy in the house. And NFT Toads looks like he cleaned up that head. Looks like he's getting a little more. It's getting a little more under control now. Abs, you don't look like SPF anymore. Always giving NFT tones a hard time on these Friday mornings, but NFT tones, we're going to take it easy on you, my friend. Don't even worry about it, Billy. I'm always happy to see your face, and I'm excited to talk about Bitcoin because I know it's one of your favorites. How are you feeling this morning, my friend? Thanks for being here, bro. It's a blessing. Anytime I can spend the day with you guys, it's a blessing, man. Today is the last day of our second boot camp, so we have another round of uh, ten people in the family going through boot camp. Man, it was a successful camp, so it's been a blessed week man it's been a busy week but blessings are coming this year man wait till april nft tones i'm excited for the news we got for today we're going to talk a little polygon and how they are taking over the nft space but before we get into that tones thanks for being here and great background thanks it's awesome to be here i'm excited for what we have coming today i haven't been on the show too much lately with classes and everything starting but i'm excited to be here and i'm excited for what we got today and yeah the hair definitely looks fire today Looking sharp, my man. And we're going to start this show the same way we always do by showing you our Good Morning Crypto Twitter account. That's at 3TGM Crypto on Twitter. We just got our blue check mark yesterday, so go smash that follow button. We love talking to you. The Bitcoin Fear and Greed Index is in neutral fear this morning, up one point out of 55. But let's look at some of the daily movers because overall, we've got a green day in the market. Today, the total coin market cap is sitting at 104, sorry, $1.04 trillion. Bitcoin is 42% dominance. Ethereum is about 18%. Bitcoin is sitting at 23,000 flat this morning. Ethereum is 1,500. XRP is 40 cents. Cardano's 37. Polkadot, 642. Litecoin is $87. And we're going to scroll down to one of our favorites, Quant Network, sitting at 150. And Billy, we're going right to you, my friend. This bear market, it finally looks like it's coming to a close. And what we've been predicting, or at least uh, what we see and what we've been discussing on the show, is how Bitcoin might go to 30,000, then regress all the way back to 19K before we can get bullish again. But you do the chart, so I'd love to hear from you. What are you seeing? Bro, you know what? That kind of makes sense. We were talking about it in the TA call with uh, Gonzo and, and Jack and myself a little bit ago. Uh, the SPY is kind of do the same thing. You know, we're breaking out of a year-long trend that we've had since January of last year, and it kind of shows what Bitcoin is doing. But we have a resistance point. I think we broke out of 400, and we're about to hit 410. 
because that's a previous mark that we've had in the past. And Bitcoin is doing the same thing. Before we can truly come out of this market, we, we have to have that influx of volume, have a settle, pull back a little bit before we can really take off and take that rip and run. We got to find those new support levels. So everything's lining up. It's kind of it's, it's it's wild to watch the SPY play out the way it is and watch Bitcoin play out the way it does. And we're going to talk a little Jim Cramer later in the episode talking about how his picks are down 85% since October. But right now we're showing Goldman Sachs ranking Bitcoin as the best performing asset in the world for 2023. So Bitcoin ranked first. Then we had gold, energy, the S&P, real estate, and the NASDAQ. And all the way at the bottom, we had the 10-year treasury bond. So really, really interesting and some negative news for anybody who's looking for the Fed to uh, to uh, lower rates in the future. So really, really interesting here. Billy, I'm kicking it back to you. What do you think about Goldman Sachs telling the people that Bitcoin is going to perform very well in 2023? Man, just I guess it depends on how you feel about it, where you are with it. Uh, I do, even though I don't like it, I don't understand it. Uh, I mean, I understand it, but I still don't like it. Uh, it's one of those things you they're going to use it right it is going to be a store of value and it, you know what even at some point in time if it does drop as long as you understand support resistance levels and you understand stop losses and those types of things you can still protect yourself uh so even even if i don't like it understand the values coming in it uh they're they're bringing value from the market it's getting adopted when they talk about crypto everybody assumes automatic bitcoin right so it's, it's just like anything else. And like, that's that's the face of it. That may not be it in the end. But that's definitely face of it. And it's good that they're bringing that in because then that brings the credibility and the, the validation from from the retail. Right. Once we start getting that institutional money. Johnny Crypto, we're going to you right after this video. We're about to show our listeners how inflation is the tax the government never told you about. This is a video from Mil Milton Friedman breaking down the myths of inflation. Inflation is the most destructive disease known to modern societies. There is nothing which will destroy a society so thoroughly and so fully as letting inflation run riot. Inflation doesn't arise because you've got uh, consumers who are spendthrift. They've always been spendthrift. It doesn't arise because you've got the uh, businessmen who are greedy. They've always been greedy. Inflation arises because we as citizens have been asking you as politicians to perform an impossible task. We've been asking you to spend somebody else's money on us, but not to spend our money on anybody else. Everybody talks against inflation, but what he means is that he wants the prices of the things he sells to go up and the prices of the things he buys to go down. The real tax on the American people is not what you label taxes. It's total spending. If Congress spends $50 billion more than it takes in, if government spends $50 billion, who do you suppose pays that $50 of course, billion? Dollars? Of course. The Arab sheiks aren't paying it. Santa Claus isn't paying it. The tooth fairy isn't paying it. You and I as taxpayers are paying it indirectly through hidden taxation. Well, this is news to me. Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy are not paying our taxes, Johnny Crypto. Before we get into our crypto content for today, I wanted you to comment on Milton Fried's speech here. What do you think about his take on inflation and the fact that it's the tax the American people never asked for? Um, just kind of disappointed that you didn't learn that in school. I thought you right. could talk to Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy. That's where the taxes get paid from. But once they run out of money, then they come to you and you have to come up with it. I mean, Milton's 100% right here. This is a very old article. Um, you guys were in diapers. Actually, you probably weren't even born when the video was, was made. But he, um, you know, the, the taxation here comes from exactly what he said. This is the problem you have when you have other people in control of spending your money because nobody cares. Government spending is out of control. And more importantly, when you add government printing, when you print money, that makes it even worse. So you have a, a double effect, a whammy effect here of overspending and overprinting to cover this debt. It's just a vicious cycle that's going to end very, very bad for everybody. And you, you, you can't fix it unless you 
address the elephant in the room. And you're never, ever going to see any world leader do that. And that's going to mean cutting spending or raising raising taxes. It's just not going to happen. They don't want to raise taxes. So what they do now is they they just deflate the dollar. And, and that's what you see happening over and over and over again, Abs. It's very, very sad. But it's what you're going to see. There's no way to stop it at this point. It's our system. It's how it's made. Thank you, Johnny Crypto. And we got 151 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We've got some great articles prepared for today, specifically around Amazon Web Services and a brand new token that's up over 1,400% in the pre-sale. But before we dive into that, Johnny Crypto, we've got some great updates for the Cardano community out there as Cardano is getting a new sidechain with Cosmos and IOG's new interoperability partnership with World Mobile. So World Mobile and Input Output Global have been working together for the past three years to bridge the digital asset divide using Cardano's blockchain. Now, what's so exciting about this new development is that it's going to allow for the scalability of both of these blockchains, whether that's Cosmos or Cardano, and it's going to allow Web3 developers to build even easier dApps going forward. So Johnny, I know that you're an advocate of Cardano. How do you feel about this news and the fact that it's going to be available in almost every country on the planet while at the same time driving liquidity into both of these blockchains? I love it. I mean, that's huge news. But for me, this is exactly what I expected to happen with Cardano is first, build the technology, get it right. Second, start building partnerships and rolling it out. And we know already that Cardano has been touted as one of the the more, uh, you know, developer chosen technology out there for several years now. And granted, you know, some indexes say they're the number one chosen. Some say they're not. The Regardless, the point is they're in the top five. They're near the top. They are definitely a, a blockchain that is here to stay. It's going to be here in the long run, I think. Um, and so for me, <laughs> I've got my bags packed with it. I plan on taking Cardano with me into the future. It's one of my horses in this race. So I'm happy to, to see that news. I'm happy to see any horse that I have in the race. And the reality is, even if I don't have the horse in the race, I'm just want to see the whole crypto ecosystem grow. And this is just a sign of this is beautiful. Seeing Cardano and Cosmos come together. Jesus Christ. That's almost, I can't even say what I want to say in here. How happy that, uh, how great that it makes Andrew Castle was celebrating somewhere, Billy, and I wanted to get your thoughts on this. Yesterday, we showed a video talking about how Solana is actually leading the global development when it comes to decentralized applications, and they're going to be launching mobile devices that are compatible with a lot of those phones. Now we've got Cardano having a similar move here. Everyone is endorsing and building during this bear market. What does it mean to you that Cardano is going to have the opportunity to roll out worldwide? You know, one thing I've always liked about uh, Charles Hoskins is he... Uh, even when they would miss their their end dates, their end points, or you know certain time frames that they were supposed to meet project deadlines, he's always said that he wanted to get it right, right? You know, he didn't care about the dates, he didn't mind being late and things like that. And I had mad respect for that because you know you take a lot of heat for that when whenever you don't make those end marks, there's 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 repercussions for happening for missing those dates, whether it's shareholders or whatever the case may be. But the fact that he's willing to just sit there and say, we want to get it right, man, that says a lot, which adds credibility to the customers that they're now, well, not the customers, the partnerships that they're now making, man. I mean, this is huge. And Tony, hey. this is bringing in a new era of scalability for blockchains going forward. And it's exciting to see it with Cardano. We know a lot of Cardano advocates point to the connections with the World Economic Forum. And they also state that Charles Hotkinson, the leader of this project, has one of the best connected networks in the crypto space. But NFT Tones, what does it mean to you that Cardano is making this move? And how do you feel about the NFT space? Does Cardano have any shot there? Oh, yeah. Cardano, I feel like this is huge. I feel like this is a huge move because the more people can 
use this technology, the more it'll help people understand that it's here to stay. And I feel like the more we start to push this onto phones and start to see it in our everyday use, I mean, we're on our phones every day. And once we start to see it and start to use it, I mean, we already use Apple Pay. So it's only a matter of time before they put this in our daily lives and we can actually use our crypto every day at stores. I, I feel like we're getting closer to that. And if you look at the NFTs on Ada, I feel like they have a ton of potential. If you look at just Cornucopia as one, as an example, I feel like there's so much potential behind this one NFT game that I feel like you really need to take a look at. Uh, not financial advice, always do your own research, but there's so much out there and there's always new projects and stuff coming out. So don't get stuck behind one project. Always do your own research, always find a bunch of projects because there's always so much uh, stuff out there. Like Johnny always says, put uh, put your bags in multiple horses, not just one horse. Yeah, and Abs, and, and I got to follow up on this one. So I, I, I kind of laugh when I see messages like this, you know, from Leo. Leo, Leo Messi should play stick to soccer, but no one uses Ada. Okay, here's – and I'm not picking anybody. I just I, – but because I know there are a lot of people that feel this way. No one uses Ada. The reality is, look, you have to remember this, guys. We're so damn early that it feels like we're late. And so – for you to make a comment like that and say, oh, no one's using it. Of course nobody's using it. Just freaking got started. You know what? Guess what? When Amazon came out and it was a bookstore, nobody freaking used it. And that was $3,300 last year. All right? So this is don't get hung up on what's happening right now. You're looking at it wrong if you're looking at what's happening today. You need to look at the developer activity. You need to look at the partnerships that's happening. All this stuff is going to come later. You know, you know, so you, you can't get hung up on, oh, no one uses it today. Who gives a shit? We don't care about today. We care about the future, and we care about progression. And the article you just showed today, Abs, is exactly what you want to see. That's progression. That's building a partnership with another, you know, with another blockchain and to build utility, scalability. I don't know if people realize what scalability means, but the reality is that's what it means to happen. So if you're sitting out there and you're, oh, nobody's using it today, I hate to tell you, buddy. You're thinking, of, and I don't mean you personally, but I mean you in general. You, you're thinking about it wrong. You don't have the patience for this. You might want to go play soccer or do something else. But if you understand what you're in and you have patience, you're looking for these kinds of signs. These are check marks. These are validations along the way that the technology you're invested in is moving in the right direction. Johnny Crypto, we got 195 live listeners joining us on this Friday. Show us some love. Smash that like button and let the algorithm pump this video out to as many people as possible. A couple of things that stick out to me on this ADH chart, Johnny, is that we've regressed over 90% from our all-time high. We bottomed out here, and now we're clearly getting some bullish momentum in the price chart. Now, one of the most important details about Cardano as a project is that it has the most developers active on their network. But one of the most worthy criticisms is that people aren't using these de decentralized applications yet. So, Billy, I'm not sure if you had a comment or we can kick it back to Johnny. Billy, uh, Johnny, let's kick it right back to you. How do you feel yeah. about the fact that developers are building on this network but not getting adoption on their decentralized applications because people aren't willing to use this technology yet? Yeah, I think it's just a matter of this is where now where that is where the rubber meets the road and you start to realize when does this kind of pick up? When does it go? And you don't know where that killer app is going to be. You don't know when it's coming, right? You have to plant the freaking seeds, Abs. You plant the seeds, and then you see which ones are going to grow. And we're just not there yet. It's too early to know um, that, that you know, 
oh yeah, nobody's developed. You know, well, well, let's see. Let's see what happens. We know there's a ton of stuff. There's a ton of activity. Nobody knows which one is going to be the one that drives this thing, in, you know, to the moon. But to me, I look at these things as fundamental, stable technologies that provide a uh, what's the word? Uh, fill an unmet need, right? A use case that solves a problem. And is it reasonably, you know, priced? So when you look at Cardano at, I don't know, 20 cents, whatever, 30 cents, 35 cents, I forgot the exact number. What, what was the chart? Abs? 30 cents, somewhere in that zone. Yep. For me, that's worth the risk to put, like Andrew says, two to $500 into it. And you, and you set it and forget it. And you see what happens 10 years from now. You know what I mean? 100% Johnny and I wanted you to address this breaking news we found last night and I'm sorry my friend I gotta put you on the spot here we have a video of Johnny Crypto and Jenna teaming up to knock out Gary Gensler in a WWE event maybe you can break down for details and tell people where they can find your video Johnny well well, first of all check out the footwork on that notice that lining that up perfect that footwork so important to time that just right to Neil Gensler right in his rat sneak ways recently head there. But yeah, that was, that was great. Jenna had the spin perfectly guys. You can come and check out the video. It's on my YouTube channel and Jenna's too. We hooked up last night in late night crypto just to have a little fun and, and talk a little bit crypto wrestling. We're wrestling fans. So we kind of mixed it up a bit, but that was fun abs and all you guys in the chat room. That was awesome to have you guys out there supporting us. So thank you for that. She Jenna's great. That was awesome. Awesome, guys. And we got a brilliant update coming up next as the question is XLM or XRP when it comes to the solution for global on-demand liquidity. We got a little bit of insight here from one of our friends, Crypto Eddie. She said Novanti, who's currently tapping XRP's on-demand liquidity since 2021, sees Ripple as a remittance partner. And Stellar is a technology partner with their Australian-backed stablecoin that issued in November of 2022. So this is really exciting news because we've got connections of Stellar and Ripple actually working together in Australia to launch on-demand liquidity payments. We've also got Visa on this list. Johnny, we may as well start with you and we'll work our way through the group. What do you think about Stellar and uh, Ripple indirectly working together here and the fact that they're starting this in Australia? Yeah, you know, that's big news because I don't know if people realize or understand the story behind behind the ripple and and stellar relationship there but you know the guy who started stellar jeb mccaleb also started ripple was part of it they had a big falling out over or you know over the same thing it always is like helena troy over a woman he left it was bad bad blood there and i'm not saying anything bad about women i'm just saying that was the case and so bad bad blood he left started stellar which is really almost a similar technology abs and, and they're kind of competing with each other and they hated each other they didn't work together but now you know, as we all know, Stellar Stellar is no longer, I mean, I'm sorry, McCaleb is no longer there. I think he stepped down or he's either gone from the company or way up high, like just sitting on the board, you know, counting his billions that he made off of Ripple, by the way, off of XRP. But to see the two technologies come together and solve a problem, very, very, very uh, encouraging for me, to say the least, to be able to do again. I want to see use cases, especially the ones where I got my horses. I want my horses running. Right. And this is a good example of them moving in the right direction. Billy, I'm going to give you the floor right there. Johnny Crypto, that is his signature. The man does not know how to mute his phone, but we got 210 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. And Johnny, that was some great details about the backdrop between Stellar and Ripple. But Billy, I'd like to get some statements from you. And then we'll continue with our articles. You know, we've always said that, that it's not going to be just one thing, right? There's going to be multiple areas that these people can partner in. The fact that uh, you know, we've said before, we thought Ripple was going to be liquidity for banks and Stellar would be peer to peer. Uh, we've always had that separation. The fact that now 
that he's gone, you can remote remove that emotional element, whatever that, you know, that toxic relationship was. And now they're partnering together. And now you see, see what they can really do when all these things align up and they serve the purpose. Like Johnny said, see a need, feel a need. And when you really start feeling that need, that's when, that's when the real uh, scalability happens, man, is when they start coming together. And then when they start feeling all the needs, institutional money starts coming in. These things can explode. It's just, it's wild. Eddie Jones, why don't you just wrap us up here? This is from one of our good friends, Crypto Eddie, talking about how Stellar and XRP are in a position to succeed. And they're also indirectly working together in Australia. We know that a lot of the things that we are practicing today, they start in China, they start in Australia, and then they get moved over to the West, which is us. What do you think about Australia and, and the fact that they're being so active in the blockchain space? I mean, it, I feel like this is just huge news. Like you said, they always do it over in faraway places and then bring it over to us. So I really feel like it's only a matter of time before this technology comes to the United States. Now, I feel like this is their testing. This is their playground. So they're playing with it. They're doing, working out their kinks. And then once it's ready, they're going to bring it on over to us. At least that's how I feel. Johnny Crypto, I think you're going to like this news here. As Brad Garlinghouse has welcomed and congratulated the new Ripple president on being appointed within the company. And this is some of the largest breaking news we have for today. Ripple appoints a new president, Monica Long. The newly appointed president has been with the company for over nine years. So it's exciting to see that they didn't go with an outside hire. We've actually covered Monica Long several times on the show. But how do you feel about this news, Johnny? Is this something that's important for us to know or is this just another detail? Yeah, whoa, 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 let's slow down here. So we say president, we're not talking about president of America. We're not talking about Brad's job, are we? Because he's a senior. Oh, we're talking about Joe Biden, my friend. No, okay, there we go. That that that, that makes more sense. <laughs> no, is, she, is she president in a certain region or what is this? Is, is yeah, this so Brad Garlinghouse is not the sitting president of Ripple. He's actually just the CEO. She's been yes. appointed, I believe it's considered an equal position of power, but she's on the board of directors now, so it's pretty exciting. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. You know, I don't know much about her to know how significant it is. I know Brad is the CEO of the company and sometimes CEO, president are the same role. Sometimes they split them up. Uh, so, you know, be interesting to see why they made the decision, what, what her background is, you know, obviously what we want to see is just continue progress. Keep Yeah. Just keep moving the company forward. So for me, you know, at the end of the day, as long as Brad is still there, Brad's the man, Brad is smooth as ice. We need Brad to stick around. I mean, that guy just doesn't get, he doesn't get flustered in anything. He's the kind of leader you want. And yes, we know he's the CEO. We know she's the president. I get it. Like I said, sometimes those roles are combined. Um, and so, it's okay. Maybe he's just taking some workload off. But I love the fact that Brad isn't going anywhere. That's the guy I want to see continue to drive this thing. Johnny Crypto, and you're going to like this update here. As Brad Garlinghouse took the time to congratulate Monica Long, she said there's there's a lot I could say about how singularly impactful Monica Long has been for Ripple's growth. But for now, I'll just leave you with this. She's brilliant, strategic, and has the ability to pick up and learn skills like no one I've ever seen before. Congrats to Monica Long. And at this exact time, we got 222 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. If you want to congratulate Monica Long, smash that like button. And we're going to continue to cover these topics. But Billy, I'd like to get some thoughts from you. Brad Garlinghouse is excited about this hire. Does it have any impact on your investment decision? You know, I like the fact that they hired within, right? They didn't go outside. They have someone, they already have that relationship. That's that's important. And and when you do things like this, you got to think scalability. scalability. He needs to have people in place that he can trust so this can grow, right? As more as more volume comes in and, and regulations come in and we really get a foothold on things, then he's going to have to have people in place that he can trust and then trust that they can take care of this. That way he can go do the things that he needs to do in order to scale the company the way that he needs to. He can't do it all. So if, 
it makes me even more confident in his fucking decisions, dude. He's just a G. Like this dude, the way he carries himself, handles himself, he's putting the right people in place. Yeah. A hundred percent, Billy. And we got an interesting quote within this article as well. It says promoted to general manager in August of 2020, Monica Long spearheaded the CBDC partnerships with the Bhutan and Palu and launched the first stage of Ripple's Ethereum virtual machine sidechain, also introducing NFTs that are overseen by Ripple. San Francisco Business Times also named her one of the most influential women in business. And now, of course, she's been appointed at Ripple. So NFT tones to close us out on this topic. What do you think about the Monica Long hire and the fact that she's been so influential in a lot of the growth that's taken place on the XRPL? I think that she's just beginning. I think that now that she's become president, I think that she's really going to push Ripple forward. I think that we're going to see a lot more from her. And I'm kind of excited to see where she uh, pushes this technology and how uh, how this really goes. Because now that um, she's here, I want to see what her thinking is and her idea of pushing this forward. Johnny, what's exciting in this article is the fact that Long and her team were responsible for the launch of the widely utilized Ripple's on-demand liquidity Back in 2018, ODL is now utilized by global entities and governments around the planet to facilitate cross-border settlements. And the reason I think this is so important is because when she was leading these task forces, things were getting done. Now they've given her more power over the entire company. And my guess is she's only going to push these narratives forward, having more power. Why don't you just close this out here? Could this be big news for Ripple or is this just another detail? No, 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 no. This is big news. I mean, somebody has to, you know, as Billy rightfully said, a CEO can't do it. Trust me, a CEO can't do everything. He needs help. He needs good people in position, doers, people who know how to get shit done that are reliable. And she, think about this, Ripple, you know, is one of their main products. One of their main products is the Ripple Net. The Ripple Net, one of the components of Ripple Net or a separate product to it is the ODL. That's a very big portion of their product, right? To be able to solve that liquidity. And if she... Created it, solved it, put it out there, and was also responsible for the Palau launch, which is interesting. I remember when that came out a year ago. We were talking about it. Very, very important. So he trusts her, right? He needs to have somebody there. It sounds like she knows her shit. She gets stuff done. Good for her. And the reality is, here's the thing. Check this out, Abs. So guess who else has a female president? We've got Danelle Dixon. She's the CEO of, of Stellar. So now you've got Stellar and you've got Ripple both led by women. And that's a good thing. Cause we know, I just told you the story. The two companies broke up because of a woman, you know, two men fighting over women. Now we don't have that problem no more. Cause now we got women running it. So hopefully there'll be no more breakups and, the, and we can just keep moving forward with technology and get this shit wrapped up. Billy and some pretty cool news we have for XRP holders out there. The price chart, it's finally turning bullish and we could get some explosive price action here. Our triangle is becoming a point like a big bang, this charting expert said. He said if we set a midterm wave one towards $3.82, our third wave could be all the way as high as $22. Now, I don't do charts full time. I've been active in trading. I've messed around with leverage trading, but I'd like to get some of your thoughts here. Does the XRP price chart look bullish? And what are the chances that we break our all-time high off of a catalyst like a settlement? Does the chart show that that's even possible? Yeah, I mean, it definitely shows that it's possible. You got a double bottom forming there. Your right leg is a little higher on your trend line. We just have to get past that top resistance line. You have two touches. If we can't get past this third next touch, um, then we're going to come back down. But like you said, if there's a catalyst there that, that can push us, we definitely have uh, the, the ability to run up. We just, like you said, we need that catalyst. What's going to push us past that trend line resistance that we have on top. For sure. And the price chart is looking very interesting right now. That's something you can't deny is a lot of the projects that didn't break their all-time high within this bull market in 2021, 
those could be some of the most optimistic projects going into 2025 because hopefully that will be the year that we get our utility bull run. We got 237 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We're talking about how XRP price targets are yet to be reached, but we've got one of the most interesting projects in the market today. Orbin Protocol is something I wanted to make our listeners aware of. And Johnny Crypto, I think you're going to like the details of this one. Orbin Protocol has surged over 1,400% as the pre-sale of the token is coming to an end. Orbin is a new and unique platform for venture capital and crowdsourcing. It allows an investment platform that turns a startup equity into NFTs and then creates equity-based fractionalized NFTs for any business that wants to raise money online. Now, one of the most exciting parts is typically they block out the middle class by saying you must be an accredited investor to get into these unique opportunities. That is not the case with Orbin. Orbin will allow any investor to put in as little as $1 to get some equity on these unique startups. So Johnny Crypto, we can dive into more of the details about Amazon's partnership in this later, but I'd like to get some of your thoughts on the basic idea. What do you think about Orbin's crowdfunding protocol and the fact that this, this to me is a glimpse into the future? Yeah, no question, but absolutely. Matter of fact, I need to look into this and see uh, see how how we can invest. Is this just something we can invest in as a cryptocurrency, or is this more of a company? Uh, we have to see what the deal is here. But to me, it, it's a coin that you can invest in. I, it, I already saw the presale. I was looking at it. It I, is okay. Yeah, good, yeah. good, good check tones. Yeah, it's, um, it's got six days, twelve hours left, and it's currently at uh, six cents. Yeah, I'll tell you why abs like this. I don't want this groundbreaking because we've known for a year that this is going to happen. Being able to raise money and invest it, you know, into giving people the ability to invest as a group into something typically can't be done for the normal investor because you have to be an accredited investor to invest in something like this. We know this because we, we did this through PCA and another company, Miranda's. Very, very difficult to do it. And the fact that, you know, these guys are, have solved for it, it, it tells me that they most likely have, you know, have filed with the SEC and have done all the proper disclosures and everything, which is a very, very, very expensive and costly thing to do but it's really really good for for the space because we know nfts are going to come we know they're going to tokenize everything we've been saying that that's all that's all really an nft is a digital contract right allows you to have some ownership right of something but the the challenge has been how do you bring this to the people because of the accredited issue that was a problem and the fact that they solve for that this should get everybody excited because it means now that the normal man you know, the layman can actually invest in some of these uh, properties or whatever they're going to invest in here. Very exciting. Billy, what I love about this article is I think it shows the everyday consumer that NFTs, they're not just digital JPEGs selling for hundreds of thousands of dollars. These NFTs provide actual equity in companies. And I think that's something similar to what we did when we launched our NFT. You want to give your community not only initiative to hold those NFTs, but rewards for being a part of the community. And I think Orban Protocol has hit those two key points. What does it mean to you, Billy? I mean, NFTs are open for anything, man. If you really think about it, I know Gonzo was talking about how California is starting to use the NFTs for identification purposes and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, bro, think think about the implications of that. Like, I mean, you wouldn't have to carry an ID. You just carry your NFT and it would have all your information on there. Um, it, it's huge, the possibilities. Even when I first heard about NFTs, I was like, what the hell are they going to do? I can copy paste this. And then you, you start understanding the utility behind it and then some of the protocols. And now that you're seeing utility cases like that with governmental and municipalities behind that. That's, that's a whole different level of the game right there. It's, it's the future. This, this is huge. And it also gives the, the ordinary person, ordinary person, you know, a chance to invest in things and learn. Johnny crypto. We're going to hear from NFT tones next, but I wanted to ask you this quick question here. Mm -hmm. 
I have a friend. Well, somebody commented and said, I'm going to miss the Ripple IPO because of the accredited BS. Let me tell you something that one of my friends did. So one of my friends actually applied to link to, and he's not an accredited investor, but he filled out the applications as if he was. Now he was able to purchase the Ripple IPO shares and now he has ownership and nobody's called him out yet. That took place about eight months ago. So I thought I'd throw that out there for our listeners. If you have some cojones, that's a route you can take. But Johnny Crypto, I'd like to get your thoughts. Is that something people should, I don't want to even say, is that something people should try? But what do you think about that news? Then? No, I mean, I can't encourage people to break the law or go against the rules, right? So no, I'm not going to sit here and say to do that. Now, will I say that it's possible? Of course. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, not every, not every business is perfect. Not everybody has all the checks in place. And the reality is, you know what? Good for him because at the end of the day, if he's a smart, you know, one, I, I, I've I, never been a proponent, Abs, of the government being able to say, you know, if you make over $250,000 a year, you're smart enough to invest. If you make under two fifty, you're not smart enough to invest because that's basically what it's saying, right? And the reality is I know a lot of people who make a lot less than two fifty and are very, very smart, more smart than people who make over two fifty. So that's a bunch of horse bullshit that you have to make over this threshold. It's a fake, you know, it's a fake threshold thing. And it is sad, Abs, that people are going to miss out. But the nice thing about the, te the technology and the, and the article you showed here is this is going to give people an opportunity who are not accredited investors to be able to invest in opportunities like that. And, you know, and in terms of the Ripple thing, one thing, you know, I, I, I would encourage you to do is if you're not an accredited investor, maybe find one, somebody who is. Talk to them about it, form a partnership with them, and then you guys can, you know, maybe figure out a way to go and buy it through them so at least it's legal. Uh, that that's another opportunity, you know, a way to look at it. Um, you know, so that's one way to do it. You know, I will say this about it too, though. No one's ever gonna, no one's ever gonna give you permission to take control of your life. So you got to understand the risk and reward. Like no yep. one's ever gonna lay it up for you to to change your life. And if you know this is a life changing moment, what are you willing to do? And then you just ask yourself: Are you willing to pay those consequences versus that choice? Like we're at a moment in life, you have to make life decisions right now. I'm me myself. Yeah, I'm gonna go get whatever I can get. But again, don't do anything legal. Get creative as shit, though. Yes, go get it. That's the key. There's ways to go do what you what you're suggesting, Abs. And I just kind of described the way to do it somewhat legally or legally. You know, there's creative way. You just have to go. Listen, at the end of the day, everything can be solved. Everything. You exactly. just have to be willing to put some time and creativity. And most people, Abs, are not. And you know why? Because we say this all the time. People are freaking lazy. All right. They don't, they just want things handed to themselves. They don't want to go figure it out. They don't want to spend the time. They're too busy doing this, doing that. Got to, you know, gotta clean the cat and take the dog to the shelter, whatever the hell you got to do. And nobody's really focusing on important stuff or finding solutions. But, finding but solutions. for the folks that are, and there are people that do it, those are the ones that are going to get ahead. And like your buddy, your buddy's going to get ahead. You know why? <laughs> He's freaking, I'm going to try something good for him that, you know, it worked for him. But there's, there's other ways to do it. You just have to be willing to put the time in and find the solutions. NFT Tones, I'd love for you to close us out on this segment. The last detail about this Orban token that's pretty interesting. Users of Orban Protocol are also safe from financial fraud because of the kill or fill mechanism that Orban Protocol investors get their money back if the investment goals aren't met. So if a lot of these companies don't meet their promises, they're going to have to return their money. Now, we can turn that that individual sentence. We could do a whole show alone, alone, but I'd like to get some of your thoughts. What do you think about this new crowdfunding mechanism? I mean, it'll be really, it'll be really interesting to see how, how it works. I mean, so if, so if the pre-sale isn't filled, it, all the money goes back, is that what it's saying? Or how, like, you, you see where you're muted dads, but do you oh, see? Sorry. 
Yes, I believe that's the case. If they if if they do not finish their crowdfunding and if the company doesn't complete their promises, the money must be returned to the initial purchasers of the NFTs. So pretty interesting. So I mean, usually with most pre-sales, that's generally how it works, to be honest. If if it if the pre-sale isn't met, then it usually the money goes back. So I mean, I feel like in general, if things aren't met, all the money should always go back. And now this it doesn't always work that way. But it's good to see that they have a function in here that's created in specific so that if th something does go wrong or whatever the reason, because they're not using like a, a website, they're using their own website. So it's good to see that they have a function like this and it makes it a bit more trustworthy. And to know that they're going above and beyond to show the trust, like I already looked at their website and I, I kind of believe I kind of I'm going to do more research, but I do think it is some something that I potentially might invest in because I kind of like their project so far and I want to see more about it. But I really do think that it has potential and it's good to see more stuff like this come out. And we've got even more positive news for our listeners out there as AVAX sees a massive boost in price following an announcement with Amazon Web Services. AVAX is one of these blockchains that's going to see massive institutional adoption outside of the Ethereum network. And Amazon has hinted that this could be the blockchain that they choose. AVAX is a platform and is a channel for smart contracts and decentralized applications where it allows users to make transactions quickly and without problems. This allows transactions to be fast and scalable, and Amazon Web Services has decided to team up with AVAX in order to help businesses, institutions, and even governments use this blockchain. Now, what's so exciting about this partnership is that Amazon Web Services is now using the cloud computing platform owned by Amazon Giant. The goal of this partnership is to speed up the adoption of blockchains by businesses, institutions, and governments, leading them to use the AVAX blockchain. Now, Johnny Crypto, we're going to see massive amounts of liquidity flood into AVAX over the next few years just from this Amazon partnership alone. If people are using their token to purchase goods and services and are actually incentivized by Amazon to buy AVAX, that's going to be massive for the entire market. So what does it mean to you? Does this add to your portfolio and the fact that people out there should be stacking AVAX? You know, it's funny when this news came out, I almost fumbled into AVAX. That's how excited. That's how, you know me, I'm all but not about fumbling. I, I almost fumbled into it. I already have some of it, not enough. I fought, I wanted to FOMO so bad. And I'll tell you why. It wasn't because of the news that they partnered with um, <clears throat> Amazon. Because what you'll learn is a lot of companies do these deals with these companies and they pay them to say, hey, we're partners with you. And a couple companies have done that with Amazon already. <clears throat> the reason why this is exciting is this isn't that kind of situation. This isn't where Amazon, where AVAX is paying Amazon to be part of the sponsorship. This is where Amazon recognized the capabilities and the utility of AVAX's blockchain and wanted them to be partners. That is a huge, significant, significant difference and why I wanted the FOMO in so bad. And the reality is it's now on my list and I will be buying more AVAX. I just you know, don't want to buy at these. I don't want to buy, I hate buying on green. You know me, I hate green. I want red. I want red days. So, so I'm waiting for the pullback, but I am definitely going to be buying more AVAX because if Amazon is seeing value in it, what do I tell you guys? Always looking for leading indicators. That's a freaking leading indicator, okay? Amazon is partnering with them. That's a good sign. I mean, do all of the indicators work? No, not all the time. But Jesus Christ, this early in the game, when you get one like that, 
you grab that son of a bitch and you put it in your bag. You run with that horse, baby. You run with that son of a bitch. 100%. Billy, floor is yours. I was just going to say, Amazon's not going anywhere. You realize that, right? <laughs> Amazon is not going anywhere. They're embedded in, in our society and everything we do between Prime, between uh, delivery, between video. Like, they are not going anywhere. Just like Johnny said, they they dubbed them. They didn't come seeking Amazon. That That is such a huge factor. Good call out, Joe. NFT Tones, I got to get your thoughts on this article, and then we're going to dive into a new a new update from McDonald's actually stating that they're launching an NFT protocol. Who would buy a McDonald's NFT? I have no idea, but before we get into it, NFT Tones, what's it mean to you? Uh, uh, that's fantastic. All right. Um, so I don't think – like this is huge news. So what I really love about Avalanche is the fact that they allow people to make subnets, and subnets allow – Basically, a subnet is a dynamic set of validators working together to achieve a consensus on the state of blockchains. Each blockchain is validated by exactly one subnet. A subnet can validate many blockchains. A node may be a member of many subnets. Subnet manages its own membership and may require that its constituent validators may have certain properties. This is very useful and we explore ramifications in depth, the depths below, but we're not going to go through all that. But what's important here is it allows these subnets, right, to exist and it allows these g- games or other people to come out and make their own subnets on Avalanche, right? So, what if Amazon, and I'm just speculating here, what if Amazon comes out, creates their own subnet, right? Then you have to use the Amazon token, right, which you have to buy through uh, uh, AVAX, which is going to drive the price of AVAX up even higher and force everybody to use the Amazon subnet, right? So I could really see how this could really push and why Amazon is looking forward to using the Avalanche crypto or Avalanche network. Because I really, I potentially see them creating a subnet for uh, Amazon and pushing people to more or less use um, the Amazon token that they could potentially create and so forth. So that's, that's my NFT tones. And I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a lot of similar companies like Apple or Samsung follow suit. Why wouldn't they be launching these individual tokens and creating their own ecosystem? Right now it's illegal. Apple can't launch their own token and call it a currency. But in the future, I think it's something we're going to see all over the world. Billy, did you have any closing comments there? I was going to say, think about it. They kind of already do it now. They force you into sort of like McDonald's has an app, right? You can go into their app and you can get discounts through their app. And only through their app. Like if you come in the store, you can't get it. If you go through the drive-thru, you can't get it. You have to go through their their app. I do it because I'm a cheap basher and inflation is so high. Like if I can get 20% off of a meal, that's what I'm going to do. They'll have different things in there. It's amazing how they're going to utilize this. And if you think about watching TV, you can't just watch a program on one TV. Like you have to have a Paramount membership. You have to have a, a WGM membership. And that's what it's going to. It's going to be in that area. It's going to be crazy how money changes. And our listeners are going to be here to witness it all. We got 238 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We're about to show you the smartest way to track your crypto. Here we go. Have you gotten wrecked in the crypto market space or watched your crypto portfolio go all the way up and then all the way down without taking profits? If so, it's probably because you didn't have an exit plan. The good news is that doesn't need to happen anymore thanks to a new and innovative crypto tracker called Merlin. It's the smartest way to track your crypto. Merlin brings all your coins into one place so you can see all your assets across the different exchanges on one screen. You can see your total portfolio value and more importantly, your daily gains, losses, and totals since inception. Merlin puts the power back in your hands so you no longer have to guess what your portfolio is doing on a daily or monthly basis. 
Most importantly, Merlin lets you create an exit plan and sends you notifications when your targets are reached so you no longer have to get wrecked in the marketplace. Go to MerlinCrypto.com. That's MerlinCrypto.com and sign up for early access for our free 30-day trial and get on the wait list so you can receive an email when the product is launched this fall. Don't miss out on this new and innovative app, Merlin. It's the smartest way to track your crypto. Johnny Crypto, you already know what it is. Merlin is the smartest way to track your crypto. And when we put in the title 366 XRP price target, I think one of the ways that our listeners can profit is by taking some profit. So I'm going to give you the floor and then we'll continue. I'll tell you what, that would be great because one of my first exit targets abs slightly below that number. I won't tell you exactly what it is, but that is definitely one. And guys, it is so important to make sure you have not only ability to track all your coins and know what's happening, but to have an exit plan so that you can actually um, so that you can you can actually take advantage of that when it's happening. So anyway, with that said, we're excited to be able to um, to, to you know launch this. Hopefully in the, this quarter, we're hoping to get that done. So, guys, click on the link below. Get on that wait list. Don't miss that free 30 day trial notice. You're going to you're not going to want to miss that when it comes out. Hey, hey, Johnny, real quick. Yeah. So, uh, you know what I need? I need a, I need a exit planner for my NFTs. Is that oh, something yeah. that, is that something I can see coming with, uh, Merlin? I'll tell you what, I, I, I can tell you that that is probably something that might, that is probably somewhere on the roadmap there. Little tones, NFT tones. I think, it, I think it's on there. Um, I'm kidding with you. Yes. It is. It is something that's planned for the future, but we will, uh, we will continue to adapt and grow Merlin based on what what people tell us they want. We're going to be a very uh, adaptive company and listen to the consumers. So we'll get it out there and we'll see, we'll see where it goes. Awesome guys. And this is a pretty interesting update here. We have the rat snake weasel index on our show. And one of the people who's at the top of that list would be Jim Cramer. And this is one of the reasons why over the past six months, if you bought Jim Cramer's picks that he'd mentioned and sold them two weeks later, which is the opposite of his bearish news, you would be down 83% on those picks collectively. And I think that really just goes to show how in the mainstream media, they are putting us in the direction that is the direction of a loss. So I'd like to get some thoughts from Billy and we'll continue with our crypto news. What do you think about Jim Cramer's picks being down 83% in the past six months? At least he's consistent, bro. <laughs> I mean, that's that's why you do your own due diligence, man. You get in somewhere like the academy, you learn technical analysis, you learn how to really read the market. You don't listen to other people's bullshit. You kind of discern the information and you, 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 and everybody is so willing to invest in crypto and invest in this to get rich, but you refuse to invest in yourself to really get rich. Like, could you imagine coming to an academy, getting your shit together and really understanding the market and then investing? Uh, it, it's just, well, don't listen to these guys. Do your own research, understand what you're doing and take, take your due diligence. No one, if you get rich quick, you'll lose it even quicker. It's just, it's one of those things, man. Thank you. Oh, go ahead, Johnny. Hey, Abs, there's a reason why we call him, why he's at the top of the list here. He is the president and CEO of the Rat Snake Weasel Club, Jim Kramer. I don't think anybody, I think he takes the cake. Nobody's really higher than him, but it's really, really simple math. You basically just have to do the opposite of what he says. He literally leads you in completely the wrong directions by his buddies. You know, they, they got to move the markets one way or the other, and he's the vehicle to do that. And once you understand that, it's okay. You know, then then he's not really rat snake weasel anymore. Then he's a great leading indicator. And, like, you know, he, he basically has virtually called the tops and the bottoms for the crypto market. So, yeah, I, I really, really can't wait. When he's, he's like a, he's like an idiot savant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when he starts saying the top is in, you know, we're going higher. When he starts saying the bottom is in, 
you know, we're done. So you got to just be careful. You got to just do the opposite of, of what he says. And he can be a very, very useful tool, Abs. There's no reason why you you, you just got to you just got to take everything in life and turn lemons into lemonade or, you know, or sugar into ice cream. Or you got to just turn you got to take the bad and turn it into the good. That's what I try to do. Completely agree with you, Johnny. And one of the positive things we've had is he has not mentioned Hadera Hashgraph. Hadera (laughs) Hashgraph had some great news yesterday. As a new report shows, Hadera is the ultimate green distributed ledger technology using only point. Four zeros three. Hedera stands out as the ledger of energy and efficiency. Basically, what this is stating is that Hedera has the cheapest and fastest transaction speed. Something very interesting, Johnny. We know IBM, Google, and Boeing are working with this company. Before we hear from Billion Tones, is this important to you? Oh, yeah. This is definitely one that I have. Another one that's in my bags, right? Because, I, again, I don't know what's going to win the race. There's always talk that XRP is the fastest, fastest transaction or TPS uh, technology out there. Then I saw an article that came out not that long ago saying HBAR was, but then the numbers it showed was actually lower than what XRP is projected to be. So I don't really know where the truth is right now. There's just too much, there's too much stuff going out there, abs, to make it difficult to know exactly who's the winner in this case. But I will tell you this, Hadera is always talked about. It's one of the fastest, most efficient green technologies out there. We know that's where the world is heading. And so for me, again, it's another one of those technologies that, you know, again, it's another horse that you want to have in the race. And when you're choosing horses, you know, you got Hedera, you got Doge, you got Safe Moon and all these other crazy ones. You got to, you know, baby Doge and baby Elon and all these crazy, you know, come rocket, all these crazy coins. Right. And you kind of got to like you got to be able to, 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 to fish through, navigate through that. And I want to touch on something Billy said. If it wasn't for the 3T Academy, I know I certainly wouldn't be able to to two things. One go through and do all the type of research to navigate this field properly because it's so much easier to do that around a bunch of guys like you guys as we're all doing it and helping each other out. And two, I would have panicked and dumped. I, would have, I probably would have been out of crypto. I mean, I probably would have, because I know my I know what my trading style was before I joined the academy. And guys, you should click on the link below. Try out the academy. You get seven days, seven, there you go, seven days, seven days for free right now. Join the link below to check out the academy. And the reason why I'm saying it is because, listen, it changed my life, right? And it changed my training behavior. I'm holding, and I'm confident and cool as a cat, right? I know my account is down right now, but I've been normally I've been panic. I would have sold. I would have got out. And I would have taken a loss and written it off, and that's it. And I would have been on something else. But no, I'm learning how to play the game. I'm learning who the rat snake weasels are. I'm learning the. It's it's all about the opposites. I'm learning the charts. So many things that now it gives you the confidence to say, "Holy shit, I'm in the right place." I'm just too early. Now I know. I just gotta. I just gotta wait. I gotta be patient. I gotta find those use case utilities and keep adding them as they come along. I don't have to go get every single one, but you know. And all this comes with the training, the mindset, and being in a community of people. And that's what you get at the academy. You gotta come try it out, guys. If you if you don't, if you're you know you're oh I can't afford it cheap. You know what? You're missing out on a life changing experience. Billy knows he was at the he was at the uh, the retreat and he's been in the academy. He knows what it's done for his life too. It's life-changing. Am I not right, Billy? Facts, bro. Facts. You'll never experience nothing like it. It'll be the best education you ever had, man. Billy, I want to get your thoughts on this as well. I couldn't agree more. Not only is the 3T Academy the best community on earth, when you talk about our retreats, they are life-changing. And Johnny Crypto, I specifically remember when we first met in Vegas, we knew this was the beginning of something special. And here we are on Friday morning, 217 live listeners joining us. 
Show us some love. Smash that like button. And Billy, I wanted to get your opinion on this as Polygon is one of the most optimistic projects in the market today. This morning, we're getting some more bullish price action. Now, this project in particular, they're working with Starbucks. They're working with Meta. They're working with Disney, Amazon, and web services. So they're the biggest partnerships in the game. And now we're getting some price action here. So I wanted to hear from you. How do you feel about Polygon overall and the fact that it's moving during a bear market? Uh, you know, I really don't have a lot of thoughts on Polygon. The fact that they're partnering with them, uh, I think a lot of Meta will explode if, if Congress really does try to ban TikTok. Uh, Meta's partnered or structured to really take over. Um, I do want to talk about the previous order real quick, just 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 because it's touching me for some reason. Uh, you know, we talk about all these carbon footprints and how much energy these coins use. And just to be real, it's all bullshit, because until we really look at it, China puts out 33 fucking percent of a carbon footprint. We put out like less than one fucking percent. Even if we was to smash our entire carbon footprint across us, it wouldn't make a damn at the end of the day. When we keep going, our grandkids, kids, 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 kids wouldn't mean a damn thing. So I get like, it's so annoying sometimes to hear them talk about, oh, we use this little bit of energy, this, this little bit. Go to India and go to China and really fix this shit. If that's really what you're talking about, all that's bullshit. I understand the utility, but all that carbon, it's just, it's all just bullshit, man. It's like, if you really want to really stop the carbon footprint, go over there and really make some noise. No, you, Billy, you just nailed, I want facts. Hashtag facts. Put that shit right across the screen, Dad. Hashtag facts. This is, what, whether you love or hate Trump, what he was trying to tell people with that whole stupid Paris Accord thing was like, guys, they're putting so much pressure on the u.s to reduce all the carbon and all the stuff when it's we're not even the main polluters it's china and they don't even and they get a pass abs for the next five to ten years in the court they don't even have to do anything and we have to do it it's just complete horse bullshit yeah, Billy, that's like my natural gas stove like what the fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> the so fuck? spot on so spot on and, and and that's the part that unfortunately is frustrating abs i think for 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 folks who are aware of what's going on here it's like why are we, if you want to fix a problem, you got to go to the problem. <laughs> and the problem is not here, but yet it's going to be forced on us abs. And that's why they call it a tax. And that's why Billy's right. Who knows which one of these are going to prevail, but we know the narrative. And again, being ahead and staying aware of what the narratives are is the way to play the game. And I love this comment here from Anthony. He said, it shows a shifting of the global empires and Ray Dalio shares the exact same opinion. Oh. But Johnny, I want to close this show out today with something very important, especially for our American investors. The federal government is developing a national digital assets research and development agenda. And they posted a request for public comment to help identify priorities of research and development related to digital assets, including various underlying technologies such as blockchain, distributed ledgers, decentralized finance, smart contracts, and cybersecurity related issues. Now, obviously, there's some positive news. There's some negative news here. It's exciting to see that we are developing a framework for digital assets, but it's disappointing to see that the people we don't trust are being put in control. So we got about five minutes here, Johnny. I'd like to hear from everyone. What's it mean to you? That's danger. That's bad. You know, you know so, you know, we've, we've been talking about on the show, regulation is good if it's good regulation, but regulation could be bad if it's bad regulation. Well, creating a committee with bad people on it is going to end up with bad things, in my opinion. Right, we want to make sure we have a committee with the good, with the good people on there, or at least a, or at least a balance. And I'm not so sure we have that because I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know the balance of the committee. So that is going to be a problem. We know same thing in Congress. We know there's two kind of bills floating out there in regulation, right? 
and one has you know what we would call it like the, the emmer bill or the one that him and and i forgot her name uh or working on which is a good bill and then there's the other one that you know that your boy spf over there and then the other ones are trying to pass around to kill decentralization not a good thing at all it would be yeah billy's always spitting fact that's the fact man right there but uh so abs let's pray pray that this committee gets changed or that some good people get put on it or that, in my opinion this is not going to end well and this is a great question here can we vote for the members of this committee in this update it did not say so but hopefully on monday i will have another update billy i'd like to get some thoughts from you we got 219 listeners joining us on this friday show us some love show us some support smash that like button let this video get pumped out to as many listeners as possible and billy why don't you close this out for today how do you feel about the federal government developing a framework for crypto even though they're rat snake weasels Man, I trust them about as much as a fart after 45, bro. I don't trust them at all. It's not happening. This is one of those things, man. It's great to be in the academy and learn three things, right? This is the three most important things that I've learned in the academy. You have to heal what's in the past, and you have to plan for the future so you can be present right now because we got a lot of shit going on, man. You just this, this could go either way. This could be a lot of fuckery, or this could be something good. I've never seen the government really do much good for it, so... Just take that, discern it for yourself, and and really get your shit together and be prepared. There's a saying in the government, or there's a saying in the citizens about the government that goes, the worst thing you can hear is, I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. Well, we've got that <laughs> in place right now, and I wanted to get some thoughts from you, Tones. How do you feel about the digital framework being set up and the fact that the United States is finally moving to accept digital assets? I mean, like Johnny said, it, it's only a good thing if we don't, screw up the regulation and if we screw up the regulation then kind of it's kind of pointless so it it really depends i really i really hope that we can actually vote on these people but i really doubt we will actually be able to have a say but we'll just have to wait and see no you typically you typically cannot vote for abs the committee members now obviously what you can vote for are your congressmen who pick them so that's about i believe that's the only uh, ability you have to vote. But certainly, you know, I know you said you'll get back to them and do more research on Monday. But I'm almost pretty certain you cannot vote uh, for the actual committee members themselves. That is something assigned by the, the Congress or the committee teams. Thank you, Johnny Crypto. And we're going to close this episode out with a little positive news for our listeners out there. It appears the XRP price chart is moving in a positive direction. And we are about to touch the 0.702, which would take us to $3.50. So some really exciting news from this Friday. If the lawsuit ends, good morning crypto, we're going to be wealthy. But we're going to close this thing out the same way we always do by saying thank you to each one of our special guests. Thank you to Billy. Thank you to Johnny. And thank you to NFT Tones as well as thank you to every single listener we have out there. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We'll see you guys in 71 hours. And next Wednesday, we're going to have Dorothy Donovan joining the show. This lady is very, very well known within the entire planet. Over a million followers on Instagram, 250,000 on Twitter. She's going to be joining our show for some updates. So very excited, Johnny. We're going to close it out the same way we always do. Warriors, ah, get your shit together, baby. Thank you for joining us. Let's go.